It's the Movie Toasty Show Here for you Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms And sweet movie reviews We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so Yeah? Yeah Yeah! All right, that's fucking new. Did you hear okay. that? Yeah, oh. I did. Okay. That was great. Huh. <laughs> All right, robot friend. Welcome to episode 92 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. Last week, we had some audio issues because we had some technical difficulties. This week, guess what? We got them again. But guess what, guys and gals? We're going to keep pushing through because we got movies we want to talk about. We got polls we want to talk about. We got trivia we want to do. Dennis, how you doing tonight, man? A little, little fucking frustrated, but you know what? I'm going to use that energy. I'm going to harness the dark side of the force, and I'm going to fucking deliver some toast tonight. Ooh, We're going to do this. That's what I like to hear. Honestly, people. People ask yes. how you're doing. Be honest. It it goes a long way. Holes. You know, all right, Dennis, we're going to roll with that honesty. So I have some polls here. I asked our Twitter followers at movie underscore toast on Twitter what their favorite Pixar movie was out of the following four because we recently reviewed the movie Luca. And uh, so here's the movies I gave the options for Ratatouille, Wally, Up, and Inside Out. What, where where what, are you no at? Good dinosaur. I know Milo the dinosaur <laughs> is missing in action. <sighs> Shit. Um, dang. No, in, my, uh, in my book, these are kind of like the B movies in my in my opinion. But I know a lot of people love these ones. Not all of them, but shoot, they're not uh, the top tier in my book. Damn. Oh no, I I I don't know, man. What what's your first choice? Uh, I'm gonna go with Inside Out. I feel like out of all these guys. Okay, Inside Out was a damn good movie. That yeah. that you know still still was a tearjerker. That's for oh, yeah. sure. For, I for think sure. I think I'll just double down on the Inside Out with you, man. Okay, yeah, I think we saw that one together. Yeah, didn't we? The, you, me, and Val over. Uh, oh yeah, in, uh, Calabasas. Oh my goodness! Holy yeah. crap! Yeah, dude, Times. that might have been one of the last flicks we went and saw together. Shit. Uh, we went into the Spider Verse and Venom, but yeah. Oh, much. you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That's true. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Excuse me. No, no that's, that's that's more accurate. <laughs> Um, so 0% went to up, which I thought people loved up. So I'm kind of a little shocked by that. Yeah. Uh, dang. Next movie. I also thought people really loved, uh, which I have mixed feelings on. I only saw once and I got to rewatch Wally 11%. Hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's Third, not a bad movie. No, no. I, 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 I think they fairly predicted how lazy and out of shape people are going to be in the future. Cause I'm already fucking there in the year 2021. <laughs> uh, 33% for Inside Out and 58, sorry, 56% for Ratatouille. So, damn. Uh, yeah. Oh, pe people like the Patton. Really? I, I mean, guess. who, who doesn't right. love Patton Oswald? I like Patton too. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you've been listening to the show, you know that we've been watching Loki week to week. And uh, I wanted to know who uh, people thought the most entertaining variant was on the show out of loki sylvie and morbius hmm. i mean 
Loki's pretty damn entertaining. <laughs> it's that's kind of hard to Fair like. Enough. I'm trying to. I was trying to think of why I would choose the other two. It's like I don't think I would. All right. I, yeah, you're, you're on to something. I think. Twenty uh, percent went to Sylvie. Thirty percent went to Morbius. I uh, Morbius, the living Mo- vampire. Mo- <laughs> Mobius, and fifty uh, percent for Loki. So yeah, you, you were on there. Mine, there mine's okay. just Owen oh, Wilson. Love. I would have given mine to Mobius, but. I get it. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was my best Owen Wilson folks. No, no, it was good. It was good. It was low. It was down. It was, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. sticking with the. <laughs> You're right, brother. Yeah. Yeah, because he's, he's almost as excited as you. Yeah, but he has to kind of hide it a little bit. He doesn't want to be too excited. He's going to hold it back. <laughs> Oh boy. So I stuck with another uh, poll here from our uh, good old Loki. I wanted to know since the timelines are kind of mixed up and he's in a different timeline, they're surfing through timelines. I want to know which fallen Avenger people would like to see in the show. Kind of make a comeback out of Iron Man, Vision, Captain America, and Black Widow. And by Captain America, I mean Steve Rogers because he's kind of AKA dead or missing or whatnot. Oh, well, I mean, I, I gotta say, I I would have to say Vision. I just because I liked him so much in WandaVision, mm-hmm. I want to see that. Although that wasn't truly him, as but we still, it was out. the essence. I'd, yeah, I would love to have uh, Vision come back into the fold because he is a badass character. Mm-hmm. He's an incredibly powerful Avenger. That, that you know, you, there's a void with him missing. Um, That's true. We, uh, we've had him since the first MCU movie. He was Jarvis, and now he's kind of MIA. Or yeah, exactly. Coming let's, back as white uh, vision. Uh, but yeah, 13% went to vision. So, oh, yeah. Not, 19%... not as much love. <laughs> <laughs> 19% went to uh, his uh, counterpart, Iron Man. 19% also went to Captain America. 50% went to Black Widow. I wonder if that's because everyone's like jumping at the hills for this week's release of Black Widow, her solo uh, origin uh, slash continuation yes. story. Yeah, well, I, I I think that is that is some hype hype wave uh, we're riding on that one for sure. Oh yeah, which hey, all the power to it. It's been like two years since we got a Marvel movie, so I get it. We're we're long overdue. It's not like we have three different series available. To no, us to, not to at watch. all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dennis, do you want to get into one of my favorite parts of the show? Oh hell yes, I'm ready. I'm ready to pull ahead into the lead. Hey, you're already in the lead, so why don't you calm calm yourself down? The Jets shall not stay. They're going to stay hot. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Cool. The Jets. All right. Just tell Benny I said, hey. Uh, So I'm going to let you go first. Uh, What category would you like? All right, man. Um, I'm going to go for action adventure. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Action adventure. Who won best supporting actor Oscar for his role in 2009's Inglorious Bastards? Best support. Oh, which it's weird because uh, almost all those characters could be considered supporting actors, I believe. Yeah. Um, Christoph Waltz. Yes, sir. Ding, ding, oh. ding. That's correct. Boom. Good pull. Oh, man. And that's a bingo. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I, I was also excited because I peered over at a comedy cartoon here. Uh, Wayne's World features these Saturday Night Live alumni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Christoph Waltz, I was really, I, I don't know if I'd call that. I'd be like, uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, uh, I don't know. He's that leading man blood. He's That's not going to. 
he's he's not taking that supporting actor trophy. Yeah. You know what, Dennis? I'm gonna the trash. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback here. I'll take an action adventure too, please. Boom! All right, we're gonna we're get this. This is great. I love this. Just happens to be uh, the same director. No, oh. who plays Bill in Kill Bill Volume One and Two? I was about to say you gotta stipulate which one. Uh, it's good old uh, David Carradine, right? Yes, sir. You get and, the, uh, right, out, right out the gate. Just one just as a little hook here, since we're on a Tarantino uh, ra- rampage here with these questions, uh, I might have a review of something Tarantino related at the end of the show. Oh, all right. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, um, I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna change over to my to my favorite uh, category here: horror sci-fi. Oh, Usually oh, Dennis, well. Dennis, you are just on a rampage right now, sir. What planet does the Death Star orbit in Return of the Jedi? Seriously? Uh huh. You sure? Uh, yeah. Is it? <laughs> I, I don't know this one. No, the uh, moon of Endor. Uh, just Endor will do, but I'll give you that. Yeah. There you go. Boom. What, what is that? So you know what? Maybe the force would be on my side if I say comedy cartoon, and if I say oh. Billy Crystal in in, in advance or oh. uh, John Goodman. You, d- correct. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, man. This ooh, here you go, classic, classic. All right, I'm folks, bad at here classics. it is. Comedy cartoon. What slapstick comedy features the immortal lines? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Wow, didn't we have one of these questions last week for airplane? I think we did have another airplane question because it was yeah. like, what's what's his name? And you're like, it's not Shirley, and it's like, no, it is Shirley. And it's like, oh shit, that's fucked. Wow. <laughs> Well, that's good. Well, there we go. Uh, yeah. That's your your answer in there somewhere? Yes, sir. Uh, airplane. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Boom. I just needed the official. The uh, uh, <laughs> survey says, yes, it is two to two. Or do I get to scream airplane? Because it doesn't have like an exclamation mark at the end. Yeah, or... You're right. It is, an, it is an exclamation point. Yeah. So Kinda uh, like you mother. were not excited enough. That is I just wasn't. the yeah. mother. Except yeah. when you say it that way, I just assume it's uh, Buster. Uh, <laughs> Buster Blues. Lucille, <laughs> mother. Um, <laughs> sorry, this isn't TV taquitos, although no. it is kind of at the end. But yeah. those are all movie TV taquitos, and that's a motorcycle going by. Sorry, folks. Mm-hmm. And we're gone. Okay. Well, I think. Uh, yeah, I'll take the. Uh, shit. Sorry. Let me do that again. Well, all right. Um, oof. I'm not sure which direction to take my next uh, question there, dude. Um, comedy cartoon. All right. Good luck. I would not know this one, but I think y- you have a chance here. Who played Archie Leach in A Fish Called Wanda? And if you want, I can give you, give you a little bit of a hint. A oh, bit. no. Uh, um, fuck. My, at first, I want to say Mr. Fish Outer, but it's... it's uh uh but it's not it's uh what's his name from monty python though isn't it uh i'm I'm gonna talk myself out of the answer uh i'm just gonna say kevin klein just to i think you should elaborate you should work on what you're working on here man maybe play it out don't jump don't (laughs) jump jump the shark here it's not john cleese it's uh uh this is the this is the this is the cast member. That I feel like it's cool if you want to jump the shark a little bit here, Dennis. Uh, we're, we're working on time restraints. I mean, uh, maybe maybe you said the name. 
Kevin Klein. I'm gonna go with Kevin maybe, Klein. Maybe you said the. Maybe you. Said I said John Cleese. Maybe John Cleese. Is that your final answer, Dennis? Yeah, I'm gonna go with John okay. Cleese. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Once he said, it, I'm like, don't, don't, don't backpedal here, man. Oh boy, should have, should have let you stick with the. I, yeah, I, go, I just, I just jumped right off the, Ugh. right off the cliff there. But yeah. hey, you got that. that. Doesn't mean it won't come back around to you, sir. Were you gonna say like Eric Idle or something? I was getting to Eric Idle, yes. Okay. But was that's, he in that? Uh, I, I, I didn't really see that. Movie. He, yeah, but I guess he's a much smaller character than mm-hmm. I am. So I should let you Thought. say that. All right. Uh, since you want a comedy <laughs> cartoon, I'll go horror sci-fi. The horror. All right. Another classic. Oh, what movie has been repeatedly called the scariest movie of all time? Uh, I already, I already gave one little hint. This is a classic. Yeah. Um. All right. I have two possibilities here. I feel like I really screwed the pooch last week when I didn't say Poltergeist. So I'm going to say The Exorcist. You fucking got it, sir. That is oh. correct. The Exorcist, which is still a brutal ass movie. I don't care what you say. Still a fantastic uh, measure of what horror can actually be. That's true. Limited location. The Just the pure terror, the tension that's drawn in the scene is still still holds up in my opinion. Fantastic nice. film. Nice. All right, it is three, two, three. Um, shall shall we? This next this next one breaks the tie. Well, no, will... didn't we say we're we're officially going to five, right? We're gonna. Oh, all right. We we, we, we said a few episodes ago, I think. I think so. I could. I did not remember that. So we are gonna go to five. And my fourth question. I think I'm gonna take a comedy cartoon. All right, all right, all right. So, which star of American Beauty was also the voice of Hopper in A Bug's Life? And also, no, I'm not going to throw on that Spacey. list. Yes, I was going to say also a pedophile, but uh, yeah, I didn't want to go there. So, yeah. Good call, good call. That, that giant sack of shit was in a fantastic Disney classic, as well as American Beauty. But uh, mm-hmm. still, good movies just have yeah, a sure. crappy person in them. That's all. Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, let's go for uh, drama musicals, which uh, I, I'm, I'm oh. a little afraid here. Bold choice, yeah, Mr. Flintstone. Um, all right, man. Oh, John Goodman, yep. All right, give me that. <laughs> there you go. Nice, thank you, thank you. Appreciate the reference. Um, drama slash musical, oh boy, true or false. The Lord of the Rings Return of the King won the Oscar for Best Picture in 2003. I'm gonna say true. And you are correct. Oof. That is true. It did win. Um, that's I, I. I feel like I remember when that came out, though, that it was kind of like, oh, they're kind of giving the Oscar for all of them, not really yeah. just uh, Return of the King, which was a good movie. But God, the end of that thing, forty-five oh, minutes yeah. it takes. There was to close like that three different down. endings there. Holy shit! Flying oh. on some fucking eagles and dropping rings and. Mr. Frodo and yeah. Now we're finally floating on the fucking raft into the sunset. And it's like, yeah, I'm already walking out the fucking theater. Yeah. I got to <laughs> pee. I, I, I held my bladder long enough. For three and a half hours. I better. Yeah. This cup is filling up with something. Um, mm. All right. <laughs> all right, dude. Number five. Number five. I think I'm going to go action adventure. Open and close in the same one. All right. This is ironic. This is a night of of uh, Tarantino. Oh, yeah. So congratulations on the win in advance. 
who stars as the vengeance-seeking bride in Quentin Tarantino's Kill Bill? John Goodman. No, uh, Uma Thurman. <laughs> no, Uma Thurman I would love to see is... that. John Goodman in that, in that fucking Bruce Lee suit. Um, well, all right, man. Have, hate to say it, but I called it. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling ahead. I it mean, I, I think that it should be. I should be able to get a fifth to try to tie, but it was first to five, were, I guess. Hey, but hey. I, you, you all right? You want to take, <laughs> take shot number five? Let's do it. I Let's do it, man. Give me your category. Company cartoon for the all for right. The tie. Son of a bitch. I, th- I swear I've asked you this question before. Probably. I don't remember the phrasing. I know we've. I know this movie's come up before. That's why I'm not sure. What Adam Sandler character loves snack packs, Donkey Kong, and his third grade teacher? You have not asked me about Ms. Uh, Vicky. Uh, Vicky, what, what the fuck is her name? Uh, Veronica, no, not Veronica Corningstone. Uh, who the fuck is Billy's teacher? Uh, Vicky, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, now I'm picturing a good old uh, fucking... Uh, Chris Farley taking Chris a shirt Chris Farley off. stripping, yeah. yeah. I don't know how we both <laughs> got there. I'll pay you to keep your clothes on. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes, sir. That is Billy Madison. You were, yep. Uh, but, well, all right. But I'm, I'm going to say no. You, you got the point. I just wanted to, I, I wanted to see a fucking, fucking comedy right there at the end. There you go. Well, you, you, got, you got the, the W. You take the win. You take the win. Oh, all right. I, I shall. You, I will. Sh- you will. I will appreciate it. Uh, it is, it is delicious. I'll savor it. But only for a moment, folks, because I know why you're really here. We all know why you're here. That is for some movie reviews. And uh, we, we got a few. Um, uh, this, this first one, I got to say, I'm a little bummed. I started watching it. And then I, because of some misplaced time, I didn't get to finish it. But in the, the previous holiday here over in the U.S. of A, we just had our Independence Day, 4th of July. So I thought it'd be fun to, to, to check out what, uh, what I believe you are reviewing first. Yes. So I'm excited to hear how, how it ended. I, I want to hear how it goes. America, the motion picture on Netflix. Uh, I'm George Washington. Let's go start a fucking revolution. An animated reimagining of a classic, classic American story that had nothing. They just pieced together a comic book-like comedy about the American Revolution. Uh, but in our version, <laughs> we have... George Washington and Abe Lincoln were best friends, uh, <laughs> played by uh, Channam Tating, was uh, Georgie Washington, and uh, reprising his role as Abraham Lincoln is one of my favorites, Mr. Will Forte. And I say this because this movie was produced by Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who made one of my favorite cartoons, which is going to reboot it, uh, a, a little cartoon called Clone High, which is about all these clones of like, famous history like characters and he played a young Abe Lincoln and in this he's playing a full-grown Abe Lincoln uh anyway <laughs> uh fucking Andy Sandberg as uh as well, who the fuck does he play oh man I'm off to a great start Benedict Arnold comes yes. and kills him because he t- becomes a werewolf and kills him oh he doesn't just kill him <laughs> He tears out his fucking throat. Uh, yeah. He rips his chin strap beard off and then throws it onto <laughs> George's face where he is then wearing Classic. Abraham Lincoln's chin strap beard. Classic. That, that was just yes. pulls together. I love the panic as he's like, are you, you going to be okay? No, 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 dude. I'm, I'm totally dying. I'm dying right now. 
<laughs> oh boy. Yes. So pretty much it's a George Washington is kind of a slacker, but he wants to seek revenge for his best friend's death. And that kind of leads to the American revolution. Uh, he, he has to put together a team, a bunch of oddballs and mishaps. And we got Sam Adams played by the great Jason Manzukis. We have uh, Bobby Moynihan has a great version of Paul Revere. Who oh my God. Is, is one with the horses. Um, totally wasn't raised by a family of horses. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> the great Olivia Munn as Thomas Edison, who's kind of like a female version of Dr. Strange. She loves science. Oh. That's interesting because I I saw her as more of an Iron Man. Okay, I can gloves. see that too. I can see that. Interesting. And, uh, I like the comparison. Uh, Killer Mike from um, from from one of my favorite uh, rap duos of uh, the past couple of years. Um, wow, I love them so much. I can't think of their name right now. Fucking uh, wow. Why the fuck can't I? <laughs> What, what, what a great show, guys. I'm just buying well, some time. I will say there are uh, a couple other big, uh, um, several other big name voices that are in here that uh, were worth mentioning. Judy Greer as Martha yes, Washington. Yes. Simon Pegg as King James. Yes, hilarious. Yes. And Ra- Raul Max Trujillo as See, Geronimo, I don't know who he is, but he's he was great. Funny. That was, at least, I'm sorry, what I did see. I, did, I did definitely get, have to go back and finish did it. He, did he sound a little bit like Dieter Bader? Uh, Dieter Diedrich Bader. Yeah, did, did he, he sounded like that to me a little bit. I don't know why. Oh, I don't I know I didn't catch that, but like I said, okay. I gotta go. I gotta go yeah. and finish this one up. Some of you folks, uh, although even if you don't recognize the name, you may recognize him from uh, the Mayans TV series. Oh, okay. Which, that makes sense. Currently currently um, running as well as many other he's played a lot of native native dudes the yes. the native guy in a lot of <laughs> movies and uh sorry killer mike from run the jewels uh, as run John the jewels Henry. oh yes. dude yeah. and yeah, even their music go. was in this and i'm like oh that's ironic before we meet him and then you got a slew of people from archer because this was done by the people who did archer but this is just yes. a bonkers balls out like wacky crazy journey of like trying to get revenge like ideally we find out that uh martha was kidnapped by benedict and uh, king george and pretty much they're planning to make all the colonists into fucking uh they're they're trying to turn them back all into british people they 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 soak them in vats of tea so they they kind of look like they got gray hair and big teeth and it's up to our <laughs> gang to uh stop that and uh give the birth of a nation uh and it's it is quite the ride like it's an hour and 40 minutes almost and there's jokes non-stop laughter throughout the whole thing and it's god i i i, I don't know how they made this like it's it's fantastic um and <laughs> nice. the jokes just like some jokes are kind of historical some jokes aren't it's it's i don't know i'm gonna give america the motion picture three slices of toast uh which is a fun time solid it's it's not an amazing movie but it's the best movie about american history that uh that you can watch and uh if if you're a kid and you want to write a report about uh good old american revolution i wouldn't i I wouldn't write it about this but i wouldn't you yeah this this is definitely don't uh don't uh kids that don't know haven't learned the history yet should not watch this <laughs> it is going to skew some things but for those of you that do are familiar with our uh, colonial story backstory in the united states it there is some very well-written humor like adam was saying at least in the first little bit i saw 
And uh, to me, okay, just like our show, we, we hit you right off the bat with that silly theme song. It tells you right away what you're invested in. I feel like this movie does the same thing about 25 seconds it sounds like you're getting some very like old dialogue mm -hmm. that this is going to be a historical only to pull back and reveal we're playing fucking beer pong as we're signing the declaration <laughs> of independence hilarious love that's, that uh, that's like, how oh, you get people to sign for it this is what yeah this is what we're in for yeah. i'm in let's do it and uh i don't want to spoil the ending but all i can say is it's a very reminiscent of uh end game Oh no! It's, okay, it's quite quite the ending, <laughs> quite quite the big battle sequence. Nice, nice. Yeah. So I was happy to get that in. Uh, hopefully, you'll get to finish that at some point. But um, oh yeah, I, I will very shortly. That that yeah. was a that was very funny. I was wiping the tears out of my eyes. I was laughing so hard. Mm. Uh, so I I will definitely cross the finish line on that one. Nice. One that I kind of wish I uh, never started the race on oh. would be my first review of this episode and only review, folks. Sorry, holiday weekend and all. We got a little tough fitting everything in. Um, I went back and watched Sam Raimi's 1990 film, Darkman, starring Liam Neeson. No way. It doesn't matter, Pete. It matters. I won a pink elephant for my girlfriend. Why don't you just uh, get lost? now this is a very comic book like tale and to be honest I, for a minute i was like wait a minute is this actually based on a comic book um this is this is the original story is by sam raimi created this character um dark man is uh tells the story of a scientist who um is dating this lawyer who's caught up in some big name contracts where she's she's uh, have some less than reputable uh, clients that need her to do some not so legal things. Well, being a lawyer, she's trying to do things right the right way. Um, Liam Neeson playing a uh, doctor, Peyton Westlake. Peyton, I just hear that damn name so many times. Um, <laughs> He, he's working on this regenerative artificial human skin that you can then, uh, you know, the idea is you could cure all sorts of things, not just reconstructive surgery, but this could potentially replace the tissue damaged by not uh, accidents, disease, all sorts of things. I mean, groundbreaking research. And the issue is that he can never get this, the skin cells to last more than, I think, 99 minutes. For some reason, that's like the magic number. Through huh. trial and error, this is the best he can do. He's kind of at a, he's kind of been stumped. Well, uh, his girlfriend played by Frances McDormand, Julie, she is, um, she is in possession of this piece of paper that is a very like damning piece of evidence. Now this, now the, uh, the evil guy, Louis Strack is, is, is sent his evil cronies in to, to take, take the evidence back to kill everyone related to it. So no one knows anything. And here's where all, all the plot holes begin. Cause it's like, okay, this is a piece of paper you knew she had, but now she's not supposed to. Oh, okay. Okay. I, before I just start shredding it from the top because I, I'm about to, um, I will say I loved the look of the film. The sets are gorgeous. Like every location looks awesome. Uh, this is a very real Los Angeles. Like it, I, you can recognize the buildings. You can recognize what part of town we're in in some of those scenes. 
um, the practical effects are badass. I mean, we see, uh, although it's not Liam Neeson, stuntman hanging from a helicopter flying through downtown LA. I mean, for fucking real. It was awesome. There's crazy shots of people getting thrown across warehouses and electricity arcing across. The, just, it looked really cool. And that is where my love for the movie ends. Oh. The dialogue is painful. Even someone as fantastic as Francis McDormand and Liam Neeson, you, you put the wrong words in their mouths, they still aren't going to sound great. They're, hmm. The dialogue was cheesy. The acting was super over the top. And I mean, over the top for a Sam Raimi movie. Now, I can draw some parallels back to like Dawn of the Dead. Like I can definitely see the camera work, the editing style, the, the really over the top, uh, the wipes and the fades and all the... All the things that they use visually on screen, a lot of those those types of post effects, the layering of the different film. I get it. I don't know if this was the place to do all of that. It's like we needed to reel it in just a little bit. We had a little bit too much of everything, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, any of the twists and turns, garbage. I just feel like it's full of plot holes. We we create problems that weren't really there in the first place. I just man, it was exhausting by the end of it. I, I think within the first 30 minutes, I think I knew what slice I was going to give it on our scale. By the oh. end of the movie, I was like, yep, I was right. This is exactly what I want to give it. Jeez. So for you, Sam, hardcore Sam Raimi fans, I'm sorry if you're about to hate me, but I'm going to give Darkman one and a half slices. And that is, to be honest, that's really being generous. I It was tough for me to get through this one. I, I liked the over-the-top action, but God, it's just too much in a few of these scenes that I just I love it more but I just can't. So that's, wow. which by the way, I watched Dark Man over on, I believe that was Netflix. Da, 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 da. I really can't remember now. Hmm. I feel bad folks. You know what? I'm going to spare you. If you haven't seen it yet, good. Uh, don't bother. It's fine. You're not missing much. There's other great, fantastic Sam Raimi movies. Uh, if you really want to go find it, go ahead. But ugh, I'm going to try to spare you on this one, okay? Dark Man, no, no, one and a half slices. Wow, wow, okay. That's that's sorry to hear that, but good, good that you've powered through it and saved some people <laughs> some time, I guess. Oh, I want to talk about a movie. Um, it just came out on HBO Max last week uh, called No Sudden Move. What is going on? What's going on, big guy? Yeah, what are we doing? We're following instructions. Are you helping me or are you not helping me? No, 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 no. Uh, it stars Don Cheadle, Benicio Del Toro, Kieran Cul uh, Culkin, uh, Noah Jupe, oh, uh, Brendan Fraser. I feel like it's been a while what? since I've seen him in some, like, a movie. Uh Great, great movie. Uh, this is a Steven Sodenberg movie, so it looks beautiful. It's a... Uh, takes place back in the 50s uh these uh i want to say three criminals kind of come together they're all hired independently of one another and then they're they're all put together to uh do a little heist but the heist goes terribly wrong and oh david harbour's in it uh and pretty much after like stuff goes uh, awry on them they uh want to find out who actually hired them to do this and uh they're just going through issues left and right trying to under like find out who hired them if it was kind of a setup this is a gritty movie it's a dark movie you don't know what's going to happen it's action-packed 
beautifully shot. It looks like it actually was like a 60s or 70s style movie. Oh, it was so sexy. Uh, just a little under two hours. No sudden move. Damn. Fun, fun time. Good movie. Great cast. Um, I, no issues here for me. Like John Hamm, just just the, the cast that this movie has. Like oh, I was going to say, these are all like a caliber people everyone has done you know has been in something that has been yeah. significant that i'm like shit seems like it would be difficult to re- mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to make these guys look bad any of these folks yeah and uh they couldn't you couldn't make them look bad it, it was star-studded it was action-packed it was just fun you don't know where the movie's going half the time uh i'm gonna give no sudden move three slices of toast I, it's different from america the motion picture but it's different in a good way. It's a more grown-up movie. Uh, and uh, this is over at uh, HBO uh, Max. Nice. Oh, well, yeah. I'm certainly adding that to the queue. That's that's happening tonight. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely worth your time, I think. Uh, I have one more movie here, if you don't mind me running my mouth. Uh, Absolutely. Please, please share, man. All right. So I watched a, a movie that just came out. Uh, you can rent it on VOD platforms. It might be in some uh, small art house theaters. It's called Till Death. Happy anniversary, pumpkin. Things have been bad between us, and I'm sorry. I know when surprise isn't going to fix everything. I love you with all of my heart. Till death do us part. It uh, stars Megan Fox. Ooh, uh, we like her in this house. Oh, yeah. No, same, <laughs> same here. Uh, so it starts off, you see her, she's having an affair, but she's breaking it off with this person. Then she goes to dinner with her husband. We find out that it's their 10th anniversary. He oh. surprises her. It's the middle of the winter. He decides he's going to take her to their lake house. It's all frozen over and everything. And uh, they, they both admit, oh, it's been kind of rough the past couple of months, but let's wipe the slate clean like you're we're part of the Fast and Furious family and let's make up. And Gross. do they make up, Dennis? They uh oh. a hot, steamy night and uh got pretty, pretty hot. I, I, I assume they, they panned away after a couple of minutes, but um it's like cool. <laughs> and she wakes up the next morning and things are a little bit different. Uh Uh-oh. she wakes up and she's handcuffed to her husband who's sitting on the edge of the bed and he says some stuff to her and she's like what and then you see him pull out a gun and shoot himself in the fucking head and what she's covered fuck? in blood um and it's like what she's freaking out she doesn't know what the hell happened uh and then we find out like she now has to, she can't find a key for these handcuffs she doesn't even know how they got handcuffed she doesn't know why her husband did this she's trying everything like everything is like this guy is like a psycho. I don't know how he did it overnight, but he literally got rid of everything in the house. He got rid of all the knives, all the power tools. Uh, he put her phone oh. in into uh, like water, destroying it. He siphoned all the gas out of the car. He, uh, he pretty much she was setting it up to make it look like she killed him. And uh, she even called his lover, or sorry, his lover, her lover, to to make it look like she's looking uh, looking for help cleaning up the mess. He shows up. Oh shit! But then some other people show up who were hired by the husband, uh, and they uh, ideally it becomes the fact that she has to uh, save herself from these uh, people who are now trying to find her because there's a safe in the house, and. What? The safe requires his fingerprint and a password. 
uh, a pin. And so she's the only one who knows the pin. So she is she's handcuffed to her husband. She has to find a way to unhandcuff herself Whoa. and elude these people. And she has no way of helping herself like everything. This guy pretty much set it up. So it's impossible for her to survive. And uh, it's 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 a brutal fucking movie. And it's fantastic. I'm going to give uh, till death uh, four slices of toast because Holy it was shit. you don't know where it's going. And it's kind of funny, like at the end, I was watching the credits and like first name that comes up uh, first AD guy that did the uh, Bruce Campbell movie I did last year. I'm like, oh, shit, oh, I know that guy. That's funny. Nice. Huh. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. But oh, man, this movie was was fantastic. And she was at the top of her game in this. And it was great Damn. to see it. Yeah. All right. Hey, man, I'm going to go seek this one out. Yeah. Six dollar rental, but well worth it. Yeah. And what is, oh, okay. So did you, I forget, did you see it in person? No, you rented. No, I rented this uh, one. Yeah. yeah. What what platform did you rent? Uh, It's everywhere, but I rented it over on Voodoo. Uh, Okay. You can can buy it for like 17 bucks or rent it. Uh, I've had a bad track record of buying things. Turning out to be bad. The cold buy is a risky play. And I even said, as I'm buying this, I'm like, if I like this movie, as I rented it, sorry, I'm like, I I hope I don't like this because I, I'm going to wish I bought it. And I do wish I bought it because it, it was a fine movie, but, uh, well, damn. Yeah. Um, All right. speaking of fine stuff, Dennis, uh, you got a little, little star Wars ish talk. Fine think, right? or straight bad. I think, Ooh. <laughs> uh, folks, this is episode 10 of the bad batch. Um, my goodness. Now, where last week they uh, we got a bomb dropped on us, uh, I was a little disappointed that uh, we didn't touch on that at all. Omega's actually kind of chilling out this episode. Um, we have to, in fact, that is kind of the what separates the group in the first place. So uh, Hunter gets word from their uh, job connection friend that uh, they need to go, um, they got a gig. They need to go rescue a senator who's been arrested by the Empire. What has he been arrested for? Speaking out against the Empire. <laughs> he was uh, supposed to basically bend over for them and let, let them do what they wanted. Um, instead, he stood before his people. And instead of delivering the speech that w- the Imperial officer directed him to, he told them, no, stand up and fight. So this planet in, in particular is actually was, was the home base of the separatist movement in the Clone Wars. So the batch is really not digging the fact that they're about to go try to rescue a former separatist. Uh, uh, Echo, he's he's pissed. Echo is like, no, we're not doing this, right? Right, guys? Right, guys? Hunter's like, "Mm, we kind of need the money. We kind of have to do it. Let's, Let's try to set our feelings aside. And Echo does not like that. And I, like, half the episode, homies just left and right i don't trust you i don't trust you to like every person they meet in this planet there's huh. a, the droid who ended up hiring them on by the command of the senator himself he's just like i really don't trust you you're a droid working for a separatist huh. um but we got to set all those feelings aside and i mentioned omega at the top because we had to leave her behind this oh. one's a little too risky we're going to a planet that's full of imperials the last place we want to take her is, you know, right, right into their clutches. So she's got to hang back at the bar. You know, what else is a kid going to do at the bar, but probably scrub some bar tops. Well, she notices uh, they're playing a very familiar game, Dejaric. Uh, if those of you don't know that name, it's also hmm. referred to as hollow chess or that game Chewie and C-3PO are playing on the Falcon in <laughs> A New Hope. 
um, the, the game catches her eye. Turns out Omega's pretty damn good at it. So good, in fact, by the time uh, the boys return from their mission, rescuing the senator safe and sound, she has won so much money gambling playing Dejarik <laughs> that she's paid off all their debt. What? So now the bachelors are can can walk away scot free. They are, they are left to their own devices. Although you know they could probably still use some cash in their pocket. So I don't think we've seen the last of their bounty hunting friend, but. We now have a little more room to wiggle, I think, and uh, we'll see. We'll see if Sid uh, gives him some more gigs later on in the series. But it looks like there's only four episodes left, Ooh. so I'm gonna savor these next few weeks. It's gonna be a bittersweet July, that's for sure. Mm. And as we're coming to the end of that, we're ramping up to the end of Loki. Uh, but we gotta talk a little bit about the Nexus event, Dennis. The Nexus event. Oh Ooh. man, I gotta say the the end of the last episode, Lamentus. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, let's be honest. This is a show called Loki. It's not like we're just gonna kill him off right here on this planet exploding. But <laughs> that feeling, mm-hmm. just that look on their faces, was epic. That yeah. all of the, the the civilians in the background just giving up the fight and like they're all at each other's. They're re- literally ready to kill each other, and it all just stops. Because what are you mm-hmm. gonna do? It's it's over. You know, like there's there's nothing you can do, except this is a world full of time traveling doors that could pop out of anywhere and take you to any dimension. Oh, that's true. This is true. So luckily, that is exactly where (laughs) episode four starts. (laughs) We get yanked through these doors faster than you could say, holy shit, where these time doors come from. Yes, yes. Like I kind of predicted, we're seeing the opposite because the previous episode, Lamentis, we only saw Loki and Sylvie. And uh, this episode, we got to see what was happening with Mobius and the T- uh, TVA gang. Uh, and they almost gave up hope that they'd find Loki. And, and still, as everyone's like, oh, you screwed this one up, Mobius. He's still like, oh, maybe Loki's doing something to help us out. And he's yep. he's a little skeptical here. But the interesting thing is once they 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 uh, rescue these guys, Loki says something that honestly seems truthful. Like he lies a bit. He tries saving Sylvie uh, from sudden death and he lies and sin in the classic, like the Loki fashion, mm-hmm. though, of I'm telling you exactly what you hear. I'm going to embellish all these details. And although we as an audience know he's lying, he's giving just that the classic Loki delivery of no, this is the truth. Like, I, but the I beauty is moment. he's still trying that when Mobius clearly knows how to read lies out of, out of exactly. And, it, I, and it's like, he, I almost felt like in that scene by, by Loki delivering the lie to him in that manner, it's re- only reinforcing to Mobius how passionate Loki mm-hmm. is about his stance. You know, yes. it's, it's just reinforcing. Oh man, he's be- he's really trying to sell it like he's really trying to get me to believe him but since he's lying mobius sends him to a place quite familiar to loki (laughs) sends him back to asgard and we we see a character we haven't seen in some time lady sif comes to back (laughs) oh shoot and i gotta say it it gets pretty funny oh yeah it's a little silly uh testicular uh what well, how would you phrase this? Um, abuse is classically yeah, yeah. funny in films, but man, they found a good way to keep kicking Loki in the balls. That was pretty damn funny. Oh, yeah. 
they they, they this do. infinite time loop of of sif the next morning after apparently loki played a prank on her by cutting half her hair off in her sleep storms out of this this hallway and just delivers a gnarly blow to the nads and as soon as she leaves the room it like resets it's like a good i don't know what 45 seconds maybe mm-hmm. so he has no relief <laughs> and and then he slowly starts like he finally answers a question i believe in the pilot that uh, mobius asked why he does what he does and then he he slowly realizes yeah. that he does this this stuff just to get some attention because he wants wants people to feel like he's relevant and it's yep. kind of sad and kind of beautiful at the same time. It was a great, and I love that we had all that comedy that built up to this moment where you actually saw him break down, bare his soul to Sif in a way that, you know, he probably couldn't have in real life. Mm-hmm. And he, I think there's also a little bit of knowing no one was really there to listen. No one was really there to hear him. He finally could just throw it all out there and at least have some of that therapy, you know, mm-hmm. even though, he was in tremendous pain. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Mobius gives him another chance to tell the truth. And the only thing that he tells Mobius that Mobius doesn't fully believe is the TVA is a lie. That everyone here is a variant of someone else yes. opposed to being created. And Mobius is like, I don't believe it. And like, so he sends him back to Lady Sif. But the person who believes it, uh, Sylvie, uh, when when she touched her, was... Uh, Oh God! What, what's what's her name? Uh, B fifteen, I believe. Hunter B fifteen. Yes, Hunter B fifteen. The the, the woman who's ass. been against Loki the whole time. The woman who's like, I hate her. She's like, when you touched me, I I, I saw another life. I saw something something. I, I feel like I, I wasn't created for this. Like, yeah, a whole other uh, life was lived. She and she she know like. I love that look of recognition on her face. And when she took uh, Sylvie back to mm-hmm. that, the previous Nexus event, when they first met, yep. it was like, I know that this, this is a safe common ground. No one's going to come back here to fuck with this. I need you to tell me that was real. Like it, you could tell it was the serious moment of, I know, um, I know you weren't trying to fuck with me, mm-hmm. but can you show that to me again? I, and I love that. It's like, yeah. so, the, so what happened to the previous Hunter wasn't just some random thing. She wasn't like shocked into some state of terror. She just could not believe everything she knew was a lie. Mm-hmm. And like, she even asked Mobius, she's like, hey, did that Loki say anything to you about anything? And he's like, no. And then he's like, wait a minute. And then like, he goes to talk to the judge who's offering him a promotion because he closed this big case. And he realizes something seems off uh, something about the previous TVA agent who had been kidnapped by Sylvie. Like the stories just don't add up and he starts suspecting foul play. Yes. Ooh. And I love the little bit of uh, espionage he, he does to try to get the, uh, the temp pad from the judge mm-hmm. and sw- swaps those out to try to look up the, like the history and then look up, he has to look up some, he, he finds a few facts that uh, confirm a few suspicions. So he, he's a hundred percent got Loki's back now. Yep. He's all in. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, Oh shit. You, I am being lied to. Let's, let's get to the bottom of this. Um, but before yes. they can get away, although they were, although they were, they were freed by B15. Um, we are sent to the timekeepers. We, yes. We've been, we, we are captured, walked right at the timekeepers. Um, but Sylvie isn't really buying it. 
Mm-hmm. In fact, she walks up and slices the head off of one of her. She throws it. She throws her machete and <laughs> chops the head off of one of the timekeepers, only to reveal it's an animatronic. It's a freaking. It's a robot. It's like a Chuck E. Cheese yeah. robot. And they start laughing at her. Like it's it's clearly the scripted event that's like, oh shit, system's broken. You've seen it. Now you really have to die. Mm-hmm. And that uh, was unfortunately, the mind it was not Sylvie that died. No, or no, we can't say die. Let's say pruned. As they yeah. So to. in a heroic move, Mobius meets his demise. We 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 believe, and oh, then yeah, as 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 Sylvie and Loki were having a very beautiful moment. He also Loki meets his his imminent death from the TVA in that timeline, and it's just Sylvie and the Judge having an epic battle. Oh yeah, that was, and then and we we land on okay. I beat the shit out of you. Now you're gonna tell me everything you know, and boom, that's like we stop right there. And of course, it's a great hook. And I'm like, well, hell yeah, we got to fight. Is there actually there has to be another layer? What's funny is uh, Val and I were talking about this in the drive home today from Central California. Uh, there, even if the those timekeepers aren't real there still must be something above the judge's head. You know, there mm-hmm. is another layer. Otherwise, why would she keep perpetuating this? Uh, she ages, as we've seen in Sylvie's past earlier in this episode. The, the oh, yeah. first time she tried to take up her judgment, she did look significantly younger. So it's not like you're locked into this state of arrested development. You're, uh, you do age in the TVA. You do age in this world. Even though it seemed like uh, they, I think they even, earlier they said they don't, or they didn't think they did, or something that they only mm-hmm. like they were just born in this moment. Now but we know all that to be fake. Yeah. yeah. So, but, uh, can we talk about that uh, mid-credit stinger that was? Talking? Now I gotta say, I turned the episode off. Oh, I oh. didn't see it. So this is all you, my friend. Oh, Dennis, I almost want you to just pause the episode here and go check it out. Loki wakes up to the help of uh, what? other Lokis. What? We got an oh, elderly shit. Loki. We got a big. OK, OK. So, all right. I have. So I, I know I've never said it on the show. And I'm sorry I'm cutting you off. But I got to say, I totally wondered the pruning. It's like. Is there some like prison dimension, or is like are there? We don't see anyone die. Are they just all being sent to another place, and that's it, isn't it? That that's that's uh-huh. it, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the the fucking the trash realm. This is the garbage the garbage variant zone. Oh yeah, there there's multiple. There's a kid Loki, old man Loki, hammer <laughs> Loki, crocodile Loki, and uh, pretty much Loki's like, am I dead? Is this hell? And they're like, not yet but you will be he's like am i dead they're like not yet but you will be unless you come with us so it's like <laughs> we're going in this next episode is beyond me but it's going to be a trip badass oh that's so cool i mean come on the series is called loki it's mm-hmm. not like we're gonna kill loki and i i appreciate your your uh, your chuckle at my phrasing earlier in the episode yet again uh did we 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 put him in this place of peril where it seems like he's about to meet his imminent demise and we are yanked away from the edge at the last moment. But mm-hmm. he's so he's gotta he's gotta commit to a whole new thing. What's uh who's he gonna lie to next in order to survive? Right. It's, it's always a fun trip with the with the Lokester. 
And and what I mean is this episode four or five? Four, man. Four? It's like so I, we only have so two much more has happened left. Oh, not enough. Not enough. Season two, Disney. Come on, give us some more. I I don't need a movie. I I just want more of this. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So yeah, that great episode. Speaking of wanting more, something fantastic, Dennis. Yes, um, sir. Uh, there, there was a movie before you were a member of the Toast. Uh, before you were a, a Toast. Way back in the elf, day, there, there was a big movie that came out called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I tried reviewing it three or four times, and each time I fell asleep at the same part. I was so bored. I thought this might have been Tarantino's worst movie, but I kept giving it a chance, and it just never stuck for me uh. until this, this, this previous week. Uh, Quentin Tarantino releases first novel, which is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I, I'm not going to say I read it because I hate when people say that. I listened to the audiobook of it, 12 hours worth of, uh, of oh, Once damn. Upon a Time in Hollywood. And it, it gives backstory on everybody, characters that you've never, like, you, they're throwaway characters in the movie. You're, you know everything about them. Uh, a scene of the show that he was filming, you know all about the cast in it. You know. Oh. Pretty much, you're, awesome. you're 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 seeing the whole story in the movie of the show. He has chapters that are essentially the show in book format. Like you see everything, you're 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 hearing inner monologues. You're you're seeing things, answers questions that you wonder. Like, did Cliff kill his wife? What happened here and there? Oh damn! Um, they even jump for it, and you see what happens after the end of the movie. Like you see a few weeks later. Oh, that's um, awesome. And it's all written in Quentin Tarantino's voice, so it's all unique. And uh, I might it's 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 a little rough though. Let that be the caveat here. It's not for the faint of heart. Like this is a Tarantino oh, sure. book, like a joint. Yeah. Like it's written. You got slang. You got some racist things because you got some sexist. Yeah. Things because I get it. He's trying to set you up in the time zone, but it's 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 a little. A little, little bit rough. Um, but a little much, though. Yeah, it's if it wasn't Quentin Tarantino, I don't know if this book would have been written like the way it Damn. is. Um, but it certainly sets you up, like, and you can picture all the actors playing these roles, and that definitely helps. Like, and oh boy, like it's it's read by Jen uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, and at first, oh, wow, like, uh, yeah, her voice is kind of eh, I don't know if I want to listen, but yeah. And then like she gives all these characters distinct voices, and it, it's it's cool. It's I, I I hated the movie, but I loved this audiobook, and I guess the book itself would be great. Like it definitely made me a fan. It kind of make one of once I I want to watch the movie again and see like oh shit this and that like oh it was it was fantastic. Awesome. Um, so if you if you're looking for a book, it, it's more than just what you got in the movie. It's not a novelization. It is the main nice. Oh, cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. See, we and we got a little uh, book baguette there at the oh, end. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. I I'll have to may have to check that out on the Audible. See if uh, see if you can find it on there. That's oh yeah. Awesome. That, that's that's where I got it. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. Like just riveting stuff like I, I i didn't listen to a podcast all week it, and that's my go-to when i'm in a car it's like no i gotta listen to this and it's like oh shit where did i leave off it's kind of like oh. a radio play almost like it's great that's awesome yeah yeah so nice man yeah um but we know that some of you out there may be filmmakers or may know filmmakers and uh i don't know dennis i really feel like it'd be nice for them to get their shit seen 
Me too. Uh, but if you want to share your short films and not your bowel movements, we have Movie Toast, the festival coming in, in December. You see what I did there? You like I mean, honestly, I mean, we do have an Instagram and Twitter. So if you if you would like to share your bowel movements, uh, you could send it to us. But please please don't. Please, please do not. Please we have do an email not. address as well. Uh, <laughs> I'm deleting anything with an attachment. I'm telling you right now. That's not happening. <laughs> But I guess if you want to talk about short films, Dennis, what, 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 what's going on? Filmfreeway.com. We have a page for Movie Toast the Festival. Search for Movie Toast the Festival. You will find us there. We are taking all your short film submissions. Like I said, the show is happening in December. But you know what? The year's what? slipping by fast. Mm-hmm. We, you, you, so it's better to get it in as soon as possible. Uh, we are not asking for a whole lot for the price of admission, but please go over to filmfreeway.com to check it out. Yeah. And uh, say you're not the filmmaker, but you know no, some folks who are. I am. H- hit them up on our on our socials. I'll hit them. Send the, where, where send are, the links where, up where, over there. Where are those socials, Dennis? Well, uh, as you mentioned, we are on the, the tweeters and the Instagram. So uh, you oh. can tweet us at movie underscore toast or... Instagram us at movie underscore toast. Let's say you you like the the book face. That is movie toast news and reviews, which is also what we're under on YouTube, where you can see some fine videos uh, featuring your and I's pretty faces. Oh, I see see all that proper English I just slung at you folks. Yeah, yeah, you're killing it. We are wordsmiths over here. That's why you are listening to us speak. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, we, we, we hit all the major social platforms, folks. We are also over at Reddit, uh, and we have a Discord server. But say you just want to hit us up with an email, Movie Toast News and Reviews. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, if you rather a more form- formal review for all the world to see, we are also on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Uh, hit us with a review there, too. Give us that honest star rating, just like we review the flicks over here at Movie Toast. Damn, that you just knocked out all our post fucking show stuff right there in one sweeping, epic, dialogue filled word <laughs> sentence right there, man. That, kudos As to a, you. You know what? At, by episode ninety two, I, I don't know what it was. It just it just started flowing. It started clicking. <laughs> I was just I, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the next one coming. Let's go. Nice. Let's do this. Nice. Knocked that. Knocked it in there. Yeah. So sorry, there isn't a. I do. I couldn't mid-credit scene all that stuff. Well, I, I'm no, no. Disney. <laughs> no, we're not that good. We're not that good, Dennis. But uh, say say you don't have a, you don't have a means to 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 go and leave us a review. You don't want to leave us review because fuck it, you're you're here for some free reviews and uh, yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't want to give us money. You don't want to show us your fucking movies. You want to hoard all that stuff. But there's one thing that you can do for us. You can. Stay toasty. So fucking toasty. Whatever that means to you, you can do it. We believe in you. That's right. It's the fiery passion in your heart. Yes. For films. Films, televisions, and uh, yeah, anything in bread. Between. Probably bread. Yeah. Yeah. It's a play on words. It really is, but uh, at one point we thought maybe, maybe it might be also like cheersing, like with like a wine glass or something. But uh, no, we, we shot that down. Get yeah. the hell out of here. Go back to Boston. Yeah. Wait, who? Norm? What is Norm doing here? Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh boy. Well, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, we can't wait. Sorry for the audio technical 
technical problems and but we're we're happy you stuck with us it's been rough but it's been real we still want to give you the toast so it's we're we're, we're gonna keep trying folks we'll hope we'll hopefully improve by next week but we're no matter what we're gonna still keep trying to deliver you that toast mm-hmm. and with that we say a vita say <laughs>